Hey there, and welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and it's a busy edition of the podcast this week with four guests coming up. The regular season is underway with most teams having a couple games under their belt. There's been enough hockey played to get the first BCHL player of the week announced, and we'll have a bit more on that a little later in the show. First up, though, we go to Nanaimo, where Clippers play-by-play voice Dan Marshall spoke to a newcomer to the team, Marcus Mitchell, who, despite his relative newness to the city, has been named captain and is enjoying his transition to the island. Well, definitely the move to Nanaimo has been great. You know, it was definitely it's a welcoming town. It's a welcoming place. Um, I got a great billet family here. I, we have a great team that gels well together, and it's just it's honestly been a great experience. Not only did you seem to fit in well right away, you seemed to be a leader right away, even before any letters were decided. Did you feel like this was a team where you could really add that to the mix, and were you at all surprised when they named you captain? Yeah, I was surprised. There was a lot of great guys that could have been named captain for sure. And as an older guy coming in here, I just thought that, you know, just with some of my experience being in the league for three, four years here, uh, I could show some of the younger guys what it takes to play in this league. Opening weekend of the BCHL season, two very different results and actually two very different types of games. I want to go back to the home opener. First of all, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance before the game, big player introductions and a good crowd really getting behind the team right away. And obviously a huge rivalry for the Nanaimo Clippers. What was that home opener like that 6-2 win for you? Yeah, the rivalry game there between us and couch and there was awesome. And we had some great fan support coming out, coming out to 1,500 people or so. It was awesome. And then we had, uh, yeah, definitely the light show before the game, and everything was awesome. It was just a big game for us, and I think a lot of emotion in the game, which was awesome to see from every guy on the team, which I think translated into a great start and a great finish of the game. Then on Sunday, a complete contrast. It was almost two teams that were both uh, almost even a little bit tired and a little bit cautious at times. What were your thoughts on what I thought was kind of a strange feeling game on Sunday? Yeah, it was a little different. You know, it was a quick turnaround for the team, definitely playing the night before at 7 and then coming back playing the next day at 2. But, you know, it's something we're a young team. We're going to have to learn to play those close games that are in tight because, you know, when you get into a 3-3, three and three, it's uh, difficult, but you got to make do. But, you know, we just came out a little flat. But I think we, we learned a lot and learned a lot what our team's got to do to get the win in those kind of games. Line combinations can change at the drop of a hat, but there looked to be some real nice chemistry there with Nick Wilson, Josh Bourne, and yourself. What did you like about that line on opening weekend? Well, definitely we got a lot of size on that line between Josh Bourne and I, and then Nick Wilson's a very fast, skilled player. So it's just awesome to have a lot of support on the ice, and we kind of just know where each other are at all times, which is basically what you want to have in a line. What kind of goals have you set? And maybe you're one guy that sets team goals, and maybe that's even more important as the captain. But what kind of a goal have you set for yourself this year, whether that's a team goal or a personal goal for yourself? Well, for yeah, definitely setting goals is a big thing. Um, especially for team goals here, we set some pretty high goals where we want to achieve what we can do and succeed as a team, which is probably the biggest thing. And as personally, I just want to have a good last year in the league and hopefully put up some numbers and lead on and off the ice. A big thanks to Dan Marshall for getting us that interview with Nanaimo Clippers captain Marcus Mitchell. Taking a look now at the BCHL Player of the Week, and the first of the season goes to Wenatchee Wild forward and BCHL newcomer Christophe Filion. The native of Sherbrooke, Quebec, scored four goals and added an assist for Wenatchee as they won twice on the road to open the season. He had a pair in a 5-3 win in Vernon opening night and followed that with two goals, including the winner, plus an assist to take first star in a 6-3 win in Surrey. 
I had a chance to speak to Philly on this week about his quick start and his expectations for the year ahead. Uh, honestly, I was surprised by myself. Uh, I thought I was going to need a couple of games to adapt to the league, but uh, I surprised myself with uh, the start of the season. Now, uh, maybe you could tell us who you're playing with on uh, as line mates right now. What's clicking for you guys right now? Uh, my line mates right now are Nathan Iannone and uh, Christophe Tellier, both from Canada, so we're basically a Canadian line on an American team. And uh, I've been playing for uh, Christophe Tellier for uh, 12 years. I think we've been best buddies for uh, uh, since we're four years old. So, uh, I mean, we know we know uh, where each other's are on on the ice. Well, that was going to be my one of my next questions. Was I mean, it's kind of it's kind of funny right now. There's two players, both named Christophe, both from Quebec, same hometown, I believe. Um, I yep. was assuming you guys knew each other. Uh, you couldn't have all sort of all of that in common and not. But here you are. You wind yourselves up in Wenatchee, and you're off to a great start. How was it you guys found out about the Wild, and you know what was the recruiting process like uh, in terms of how they got you to Wenatchee for this season? Triple A team, the U18 team. So uh, we uh, we were uh, at a showcase in Minnesota, and Lee Mendelson, the assistant head coach, uh, scouted us, and he talked to us after the game about the program and uh, everything involving Wenatchee. And me and uh, my buddy Christoph were both uh, really interested in coming to Wenatchee after that. What's been your impressions of the town so far? I mean, I know you've been on the road to start the season, but uh, you know the, you're the defending league champions in Wenatchee. The fans really got behind the Wild last year, and it's actually quite a uh, quite a vibrant junior hockey market. What are your impressions so far? Uh, the town is just incredible. The mountains around the town are great. You don't see that back home in Quebec. And uh, my billet family has been incredible, and the coaches are supporting me. So, uh, I mean, uh, that, that's probably one of the reasons I had a good start. You mentioned the coaching, and uh, Bliss Littler is the head man there, obviously, in Wenatchee, one of the winningest coaches in all of junior hockey. And um, the word on him is he likes, he likes his teams to be offensive-minded. They like to score goals. Is that something you've observed yep. and picked up on so far? Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, uh, in practice, uh, we work uh, on skill stuff and uh, and uh, mostly uh, work on the, in the offensive zone to help uh, in our games. What about uh, for yourself this season? I know you said you kind of surprised yourself a little bit with a quick start you got off to, but do you consider yourself to be a guy that's going to you know, generally try to be one of the more offensive players on, on your team season in, season out? I mean, I have high expectations of myself, so uh, that's for sure one of my goals this year. And another another thing that uh, you know the BCHL is well known for is the success in uh, moving players on to college hockey. Is that something that you've been driving towards? I know you know growing up in Quebec, the QMJHL is such a major presence on the hockey landscape. How is it that you've kind of chosen yeah. this path? Um, I mean. Four years of my two years of high school, I was in a prep school back home in Quebec, Bishop College School, and uh, I mean they were pushing towards uh, college in the U.S. So, uh, but to get more exposure, I decided to go to Iowa after and play midget hockey. And uh, I've I've been uh, wanting to play junior hockey since I'm 14 years old, and 
I knew I wasn't going to play in the QMJHL at that point. And uh, you know, with uh, with the Wild there, um, and your your game personally, uh, you know, when things are clicking for you, well, what what are you a guy that's kind of a net front presence? Are you a guy that likes to try and get to an area where you can get a quick one timer away? What uh, what works for you when things are going well in the offensive zone? Honestly, just get in front of the net, uh, take rebounds, and uh, try to tip pucks, and because that's where most of the goals are being scored these days. So. That's why. That's where I try to hang around. Maybe you can give us a quick scouting report on some of your teammates. I know you said uh, Christophe Tellier is on your line and Nathan Iannone, the all-Canadian line there in Wenatchee. Who are some of the other players yeah. that have caught your eye here in the early going with the Wild? Uh, for sure, Lucas Souter, our captain. He's been, he's been just great since uh, the start of training camp. He's a great leader and uh, he's helping out the young guys to be good in the in the league and getting better every day. That's Wenatchee Wild forward Christoph Filion, who earned the first BCHL Player of the Week nod for the season. A quick note now from Subway, our presenting partners for this week's podcast. Subway's Korean barbecue pulled pork sandwich is back for a limited time. It's made with tender, slow-cooked pork and topped with tangy Korean barbecue sauce. It's sweet with a little heat. We head north now for a chat with veteran Prince George Spruce Kings forward Ben Poisson. BCHL Communications Coordinator Jesse Adamson caught up with Poisson, who is one of several proven returners for PG. While injury cost the Vancouver native much of the Spruce Kings' playoff run last year, he's pumped to be back in the fold with so much talent on the roster. Oh, it's, it's huge for us. I mean, you see in practice, everyone's just so good to watch, and especially for the young guys. I mean, you get guys coming in who've never played junior, don't quite know what it's about, and they can watch a handful of the team and just kind of follow what they do. Uh, so your brother Nicholas is on the team this year. Um, he had a solid first weekend. Have you guys ever played together before? No, we've never played. I mean, our, our birthdays are two years apart, so we always end up just missing each other. What's it, been, what's it been like having him around in the dressing room and stuff this year? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, for the first couple of days, I played the big brother role, kind of looked out for him. I was always keeping an eye on him. But now he's settled in. He's one of the guys, and so... No, it's awesome having him there. Just kind of have that connection with a brother. Is there any kind of a friendly competition, a little bit of a rivalry going on uh, so far this season? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he was bugging me because he scored before I did this year. And uh, <laughs> even in practice, uh, it's a, we're doing one-on-ones. And he was second in line and I was first. And the guy who was first realized it. So he put Nick in ahead so then we could uh, go against each other. Uh, did you give him any advice um, as he starts his BCHL career? Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, I just basically work hard and learn anything you get. He, um, he's been involved with older players quite a bit, just being around me. He's hung out with a lot of my past teams and a lot of the guys on this team. And so he kind of knew what to expect just watching. And, I mean, even playing, he got, he got a couple practices in the, that game last year. Okay. Um, so, I know it's early in the season, but uh, you guys had a pretty good weekend to start off the year. Uh, what do you think of the team so far, and, and what are you kind of expecting uh, from this year? Oh, I'm very impressed with how our team's been playing, and especially how we've been practicing. I think, I think we got one of the top teams in the league this year. I think if, if we keep playing the way we're playing and practice hard, I think we could have a pretty special year. Okay. Uh, and finally, you're committed to play in Maine next year. 
Um, well, what are your feelings on that, and how, how excited are you uh, to get going on that after the season? Oh, I'm super excited. I mean, I always follow college hockey to the best that I can, and I mean, going to a program like Maine is, is super exciting. I'm just so excited. I got I got friends who are already at college, and they're they're loving their experience so far. So I just, I can't get, I can't wait to get into it. Have their coaches uh, communicated with you? Any? Do they have any advice or anything they want you to work on this season before you head over there? Yeah, um, they wanted me. To, part of the reason I didn't end up going there um, before they wanted me, obviously, to keep developing and get stronger and faster. But they also thought it'd be important to play a, a leadership role for a team like this, and so they kind of wanted me to um, know what it's like to lead a team and know what it's like to kind of teach younger guys just so I have that skill I can bring into things. That was Prince George forward Ben Poisson. For our final interview segment of the podcast, we head back across the water to hear from Couch and Capitals defenseman David Melaragni. Caps broadcaster Justice Doucette spoke to the Philadelphia native about the upcoming weekend and a matchup with the number one team in the CJHL as he continues to adjust to a new home in Cowichan after having played in Nanaimo last season. Uh, a pretty big weekend coming up for you guys. you got the number one team in the country in the Penticton Vs coming to town. What's been a main focus in practice this week heading in? Uh, it's a lot of hard working and a lot of system work here. We're trying to get better defensively. Obviously, after last weekend, we weren't that good defensively, so we're working on that. But we look very good right now. We're in good shape. And you come in off, off an opening weekend where you suffer a shootout loss at home in the opener and then head to Nanaimo and take 11 penalties, give up three power play goals against in a 6-2 loss to the Clippers. What was what was the main talking point after that? Was it something about discipline or, or maybe the start? Yeah, you know, the refs are going to make a lot of calls in this league, but that's no excuse. We were not disciplined at all that game. But honestly, we didn't even work hard that game either. So when you don't work hard, you usually take penalties, and that's what happened that game. It was just a bad game, but we're looking past that. We're not looking back in the past. We're just focused on the future. But it's the first year of the shootout in the VCHL. Do you think everyone's just kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty strange, a little unusual for us. Like We're not really used to it. We're used to the 4-on-4, four four, the 3-on-3. Three three. But, you know, I kind of like it. I didn't really like ties. So Back in Nanaimo, obviously, is there some weird emotions coming in on the visitor's side of the arena and the visitor's dress room and the visitor's bench? Yeah, it's actually pretty weird. Not really used to it. Haven't even stepped foot in that locker room before, but it is what it is. I'm happy where I am in Cowichan now, so they're the enemy now. Part of a, a big six-player deal in the summer, what was your initial reaction when you were traded and, traded and have you ever been traded before? I haven't been traded before, but I was happy because... I love Vandy. He's an amazing coach, and I wanted to follow him, and I'm extremely happy to be in Cowichan. And you mentioned coming over to a new organization. You came along with Mike Vandekamp and then Vince Millet, Lucas Van Roboys, and Preston Brodziak. Was it a little bit easier getting into a new locker room, having some familiar faces there? Yes, because, you know, obviously you know four guys now, so you at least have someone to talk to right away. But, yeah, it's just a lot easier having those guys coming. I was always close with those boys last year, too, so, yeah. That helped a lot. Capitals haven't named assistant captains yet, but Vince Millette is wearing the C. What, what kind of leadership does he bring to the team? Um, actions first. He's not more of a talker. He's more of a do-it kind of guy. He leads on the ice. He's a, the hardest worker probably on our team, so he's more of an on-the-ice kind of guy. Thank you to Couch and Capitals play-by-play man Justice Doucette for that interview with David Melaragni. 
And that is going to do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest BCHL news and notes, check out bchl.ca and follow the BCHL on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time.